everybody. Welcome to or welcome back That's to right. Family Mission, the Family Mission podcast, <laughs> the only podcast that has Family Mission in the name. That's right. Can you believe it? Mine, yeah. Mine. Yes. Well, hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Welcome that was to the a shameless plug. Well, was welcome to the <laughs> table like today. <laughs> Come join us at the table. Oh, my oh man, welcome That's you awesome. guys. This is a this is super fun. We have been kind of in a theme here. Um, our last one, we've been doing some Q and A Q and A podcast, some questions, questions and, and answers. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And so I would like to ask Dana, what is the question today that we're going to be handling? The question is, what if you did not grow up in a Christian home, okay. or you're feel like you're the only one that's really pursuing God and truly truly trying to live godly. Yeah. Now, what what if wow. that's the case? What if that's your dynamic? How do feel like you're that? all alone? Like that's that's a pretty hard battle. What is Well that's a good question because a lot of times it's one of the big ones that we get asked because a lot of times we'll share, maybe we'll minister as a couple or as a couple of us or as a whole family. One of the questions we get asked a lot will you know, I don't have what you have. Yeah. You know what I'm I don't my my husband didn't say, my wife didn't say, you know, my, my kids, kids aren't living for God. They don't I want mean, to have anything to that's do That's all fine yeah. for you Spellmans, but that ain't what I, I wasn't blessed with what you had. Mm-hmm. And so that's just something that we, we get asked quite a bit. And I love that question because it really goes right to the heart of what family mission is. Because how many know God had a family situation that was less than what he desired? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His family went totally off the rails. Rogue. <laughs> I mean, I'm they just, just went. Man. They just went off Woo. the charts. Man, but what did he do to get his family back? He planted and so one seed. He planted one seed. That's right. One seed. And so we're going to talk on, about today. What do we do if we're like Dan said, and we're the only one living for God, or we feel all alone? Sometimes that can put us in a situation where we feel overwhelmed we feel kind of on the outside mm-hmm. yeah. of what god inadequate yeah, how many times do we feel inadequate about something and that that produces and keeps producing insecurity mm-hmm. in that inadequacy mm-hmm. and so yeah. today we're going to tell you you're not inadequate <laughs> you're very adequate yeah you are very adequate and um and that just means i mean we're we're kind of joking around about it a little bit but no, there is a power of a seed, and right. and that seed was planted. And if if you are hearing this within the sound of our voice, or watching, and you're hearing this, and you have been born again, then let us say you you have mm-hmm. what it takes right. to have a kingdom family and to walk victorious in um, the life of a kingdom family. That's mm-hmm. right, because it's not even about you; it's about the Christ. You know, yeah. Paul said this, um, I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but, but Christ, Christ lives in me. me. And the life that That's I good. now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So it's about the Christ living in us. Mm-hmm. And so again, don't take any pressure. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I got to evangelize my family. No, we just got to live for God. Yeah, and let right. the power of love and the power of the seed produce after its own kind. You don't have to make an apple become an apple. No. no. You know what I'm saying? You plant an apple seed. You're going to get apples. You're going to get apples. You're not going to get pears. You're not going to get beans. So there's no pressure on you to produce anything. Mm -hmm. It's the Christ in you that's going to produce the light in your home, the light in your marriage. (laughs) How many of the king of the universe is going to rule in his kingdom? And he owns. You know, I was reading just earlier today, you know, Christ 
He said all things in John 10. He said, the, the father has given to me mm-hmm. all of those. He talks about him being the good shepherd. He says, I have been those that the father has given to me. I basically rule over. And he says, even uses the word I own. Mm-hmm. And you think about this in Isaiah chapter 66 the Bible says the heavens is where the Lord is at, and the earth is his footstool oh. now. So if the Lord, it's, if it's his footstool, and he owns just the earth by right of making it, and it's his, mm-hmm. and it's his footstool, my body is made of the earth. It's made of iron, all these different vitamins, minerals, Mineral. which can be found in the earth. Mm-hmm. So he ba- basically owns this. So this would be qualified as his kingdom Mm -hmm. so where the king is everything in the kingdom comes into order comes into line but the question is is the king allowed here Mm -hmm. is this place kept there and if there's one it's like lot was there is there a righteous one here because Mm -hmm. if there is the lord will save the city Mm -hmm. and we that is testament we see that even when abraham was talking back and forth he saw lot and sodom and gomorrah it says lot's righteous soul was vexed Mm -hmm. because he saw the iniquity he saw the things that were wrong and he was like lord this is wrong but nevertheless it's where he lived Mm -hmm. (laughs) and even if you're in a place where your righteous soul is vexed and you might see things in your household you might see things your kids or your family or husband your wife that might be doing you might see those things mm-hmm. but i want to encourage you there's a way that if you have friendship with god he can save that city yeah. he can bring his kingdom right. into that city because through that power of a seed mm-hmm. it populates and you can be that seed and yes. if that seeds in you you can he can use you to multiply that which is already within you yes. how many times have you seen it? if you just you're out and around, you see coming up through a crack in the concrete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a a, some grass. sort of little tuft of grass. <laughs> or, a, you know, there's one of my favorite pictures we took when we were in Pennsylvania one time on the Battle of Gettysburg Battlefield. Out in the distance through this wooden fence, I took a picture of it. It's this huge boulder that's cracked open. And through that boulder, a huge tree had grown mm, up right. and just dislodged that thing. And so... It's just the beauty of what a seed can do. It can even grow up through a hard, hard boulder. It can move that out. And so never, never, never Mm -hmm. underestimate the power of the seed of Christ that's in Mm -hmm. you, that's in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I want to give you this in 1 Peter chapter 3. (laughs) I have a good scripture to this connected when you go. 1 Peter chapter 3. This is the context of like a marriage. Mm-hmm. Say you have a, a husband and wife, and one of them is saved, one of them's not. What does that look like? It says in First Peter three. Looks like lots of love. Lots of love. <laughs> lots of love. <laughs> lots of sacrifice. Lol. Lots of love. But it looks like the power of a seed. That's what you're going to see here. First Peter three one. Likewise, you wives, and in this context, it's it's with an unsaved husband. But it could it could be applied to anyone in the home. It's not mm-hmm. just husband and wife. But likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, that's the husband, they also may without the word be won. They may be won by the conversation, that's the conduct of the wives. While they behold your chaste, that means your godly reverential conversation, coupled with godly fear, whose adorning goes on to say, don't, don't let it just be about what you're doing on the outside, but let there be the adorning of the hidden man of the heart, which verse four says, which is not corruptible. It's the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, Ooh. which in the sight of God is a great price. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's that inner life that we guard that mm-hmm. allows our conduct to come from that place that I'm at peace with God. Maybe my husband isn't, maybe my wife isn't, maybe my children aren't, but if I'm at peace with God, I can live from that peace and that peace can be in my home. And it actually says that the unsaved one has the potential. Doesn't mean they will, but the potential there is for them to be won by the conduct of the one who's walking with Christ. That's That's very encouraging. In Hebrews chapter 3, connected to that, and verse 6 says this, But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast to our confidence in our boasting or our speaking in our hope. Mm -hmm. So what you were just talking about with that peace, whenever you're right with God, it's going to come out of your mouth. And see... Whenever it begins to come out of our mouth, hey, you know, I love you. The Lord loves you. I'm, you know, someone you're, you know, say it's your kids and they're just running from the Lord. Hey, no matter what, I love you. The Mm -hmm. Lord is for you. I'm for you. I'm here anytime you need me. You are boasting in your hope that in any time, because that's what the Bible says. He says, while we were his enemies, he yet sent his Mm -hmm. son. Mm -hmm. He's going to hold back no good thing. So you begin boasting, you begin speaking of the goodness of God because it's Mm -hmm. in you. Right, the confidence, the yeah. hope, the peace is within you. That kingdom is within mm-hmm. you, and you begin speaking that into your household, into the situation, mm-hmm. into the relationship. If that happens, then I can promise you that Christ will be faithful over that household. Mm-hmm. He will be faithful over you, he says, but Christ is faithful over God's house, his family, as a son, and we are his house. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you are. Then that presence, like Paul, like Jesus said to the seven, he says, when you go into a house, bring your peace. Yeah. So there's a peace, there's a presence, there's an ability that will come with you that will be, it will be on you, it will like adorn you. Mm-hmm. And see that adornment in the spirit, that way of living and talking, which you were talking yeah. about, like a wife that mm-hmm. through the meekness and gentleness on the inside, mm-hmm. that can win and will, those seeds can begin to, to break through the rocks of the hardness mm-hmm. of the hearts of the others in the household. Yeah. And not even just like you're saying with what you're speaking, it'll bring them to, you know, know the Lord. It'll also protect them because mm-hmm. they're yeah. even while while he was, you know, we were his enemies, he sent a son. Well, he that was also to protect us. So, I mean, even it'll protect even the situations that they're being. It'll, you know, if there's a car crash, they'll still be safe in mm-hmm. all that because you spoke blessings and the word yeah. over them. Plug the and blood so, of Jesus. Plug the blood of Jesus. So, I mean, even that, not only just through those types of encounters, too, will also be able to help them That's come right. to realize the Lord's goodness. Amen. His favor. Well, His favor. And, and, and as, you're, as you're doing um, those, those times of just praying, those times of release, those times of looking at the word, um, you know, there's there's several different places in Scripture that you can actually pray. There's 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 prayers within mm-hmm. the Ephesians mm-hmm. um, chapters. Um, right. There's also something that I think that a lot of times we don't see quite the power of the seed that we could um, just in the simple acts of the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And so when you're living in an environment that you are the seed— um, it's important what is growing in your own orchard. That's and good. so um, for you to plant, you know, those seeds of love, of patience, of kindness, 
I mean, those seeds are constantly going into the ground and they're going into the ground through the your your voice, through your words, but mm-hmm. through your actions as mm-hmm. well. That's right. You know, people always say, well, you can say what you say, but actions can speak louder than words. Well, words are very important because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And we're going to give an account for every idle, non-working, non-producing word that we speak. So we don't want to have idle words and we don't want them not to be producing and we yeah. don't want death. Mm-hmm. We want life. But our actions as well mm-hmm. go into um, the seeds that are that are being put in and the and the ground that that you are are pl- putting those seeds in. You're putting into someone's life. You're putting into the 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 just the very garden of their heart. And so patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Mm-hmm. I mean, faithfulness. That is a huge, huge seed that that when you're in an environment that is not a um, maybe the best environment that it could be, that faithfulness, God sees it. Not only are you sowing into those around you, but you're sowing into the kingdom of God through mm-hmm. sowing into that faithfulness you're being faithful mm-hmm. and when you're mm-hmm. being faithful in your family you're being faithful to your mate you're being faithful to your children you're being faithful to your parents there's so many things that god then sees that seed and he's mm-hmm. the one who gives the increase to those right. seeds right. so um so just know that that even if you are alone what does it look like to be alone it looks like you are a seed sower right. you are a seed bearer and and much seed comes from your life and you're not alone truly you have the holy spirit when you're born again you are never alone that's right it's like david charging at goliath was david technically alone well you could say he was alone all the israelites and his own family were like whatever dude Mm -hmm. shouldn't you have armor shouldn't you i mean they left him high and dry but he knew he wasn't alone he knew that because of the one mm-hmm. who was with him through all the hard moments, yeah. who never forsake him. And the Bible says he will never leave us and never forsake yes. us. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. Amen. I just want to let that land in someone's spirit. He's not going to leave you and he's not going to forsake you. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. John 10, those that are in Jesus's hand, he said, no one can snatch them out of my hand. When God has won you and he has won your heart and he Mm -hmm. lives on the inside of you, you're not getting snatched away. That fear is a lie from the pit of hell. It is a lie from the enemy. So I want to encourage you, just as David, you can have the confidence because it's in you. That hope, he will look after you. He does take care of you in whatever situation, in whatever circumstance. You can take down that giant in the household. You can take down those lies Mm -hmm. of unbelief and disobedience and dishonor and hurt and pain and fear. You can take all of those out by the love of God and the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. Amen. And I want to give you a scripture as we close here today that you can stand on for the salvation of your household. It comes out of Acts chapter 16, and it's verse 31. And this is where Paul and Silas were in jail, and they begin to sing praises to God. And as they sang praises, an earthquake happened in the jail, 
and it says the prisoners who were listening to them, they heard this earthquake, and all of a sudden, all the prison doors were opened. Uh -huh. Everybody's chains fell off. And, of course, the guy who's guarding all these prisoners, <laughs> he flips out because he knows his head is now on the chopping block because everyone's going to be free. And everybody called out, says, no, we're still here, sir. Well, here's what happened. Um, the Philippian jailer said in verse 30, sirs, what must I do? to be saved because clearly God had invaded mm -hmm. that prison and in that situation. So they ministered to him and here's what they said, verse 31, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved and your, your household. household. And your household. Mm -hmm. And so many believe that the church that was actually later written to the Philippians, many believe, most Bible scholars believe that the church began that day with that Philippian jailer and that family that got saved and that family that was impacted through Paul and Silas's life that there became for the church that was born. So take Acts 16.31 and just believe that, hey, I've believed on the Lord Jesus. That's right. So mm -hmm. me and my household shall be saved. Shall be saved. That's right. Well, thank you so much again yeah. for joining us. Mm -hmm. right. thank yes, you. thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, know that God is faithful. Know that He's walking um, with you every single uh, minute of every single day. Know that He can be trusted and know that um, He's got a great plan for you and your That's family. Right. So until next time here on Family Mission, we just want to say, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed.